This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses from all over the world who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. Welcome to Nursing in America. I am your host, Tanya Friedman, Chief Executive Officer here at Kinetics USA. I've invited Luciana De Silva to be the guest host for a few episodes. She'll be speaking with nurses now living in America to figure out what life is really like. Enjoy. Today, I'm speaking with Shireen. She comes from Karachi, Pakistan. But for the last year, she's been working as a nurse in Orlando. Let's find out how it's going. What made you want to come to the United States and work? Um, from Pakistan, I moved to Saudi Arabia and, uh, like from Pakistan and Saudi Arabia, everything was, you know, we were focusing on the education or policies and procedures from USA. And, and I heard a lot about, you know, nursing in USA. So I wanted to experience what is different in USA, like why nurses are so proud in uh, USA and the main thing was the nursing empowerment and the professional development Be- because everything uh, comes from USA all the policies and procedures so I thought like uh, it's time to move to United States to experience uh, the actual field of nursing and nursing empowerment and the opportunities that are existing for the nursing like we have uh, certifications here in US like a critical care registered nurse, a medical surgical nurse. So when I was in um, Pakistan and Saudi Arabia, we do not have, you know, those um, certifications available that time. So I I thought like uh, if I want to build myself more credible and um, uplift myself, so I think I, I need to move there. And then it's a world of opportunities. So there are a lot of things open for you like education wise, if you want to do doctors in nursing practice, or if you want to do your PhD. So these things are more easily to uh, to be done here than, you know, doing from back home. And it's like, um, you have scholarships available here and it's financially like more easy uh, for you rather than, you know, uh, from back home. And then more of the nursing uh, leaders, nursing uh, um, consultants are, you know, here. So I wanted to see uh, those amazing leaders, um, like uh, how they work and, you know, so basically I was like, maybe I can get good mentorship uh, here because I already got like mentorship from Pakistan and uh, Saudi Arabia. So I wanted to more uplift myself. And um, so that when I, I mean, and then one day, like if I get chance to go back to my country, so I can, you know, get those experience and self in a much um, better way. So this was like uh, my motive uh, to come here to U- uh, USA. Yeah, that's that's a, a really, really great reason to come. And have you received like, um, have you gotten any certifications? Do you have a specialty yeah. now? Yeah. Um, so within a year, um, I applied uh, for my critical care disciplinary certification. So I did in February and I got my CCRN. So now uh, from CCRN, because I'm cardiac cardiac, uh, vascular ICU nurse. 
So there is other option like you can go for cardiac surgery certification exam. So now like you know the it's open so I can do my cardiac uh, surgical certification and then if I want to do the clinical nurse uh, leader certification. So like so currently these are two or are more my focus. So I can build myself as a specialty for the surgical cardiac surgery and also for the nurse leader. So it 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 will more enhance my practice and you know um I can uplift myself as a leader but I'm happy to get the CCRM because CCRM is very important as I see nurses to get it and it's a credibility it's a stamp that you know and you learn a lot when you are uh, studying for this exam so it polishes me in my clinical work and some of the things which I was doing was outdated So now when I care for my patient I look from different perspective. So this exam uh really helped me. So uh, because coming to US and then doing from here was more easy. I can imagine and it's so good for you that you're like continuing your education mm-hmm. and your career. Were how long were you practicing as a nurse before you came to the United States? Um it's almost 10 years. Uh, so you have a lot of experience behind you for sure. Um so whenever you came to the United States it was in the middle of covid now that I'm doing math in my head. Yeah I came uh, on March 15 and it was the start of like I'm, I mean the covid was started already like the flights were canceling and it was a a big chaos like everywhere so even like to come you know on March 15 like I was thinking on March 14 shall I go there or shall I you know just wait for a while because it was uncertain no one knew like what's going to happen afterwards and I was like maybe I'll I won't be able to see my family for a long time and like those were uh, my questions but then I thought like uh, I should not waste this opportunity because I never I would I don't know like you know when I will get the opportunity to come back again and there was like also shortage at that time in United States so I um whatever flight uh, was there I just uh, took my decision to come here and then um like initially I faced uh because there were no policies so when I uh, arrived here I didn't know that I have to quarantine for like initially it was a one week period but then they said you need a quarantine for two weeks so things um like you know got extended that you have to quarantine for two weeks and the orientation started on April 7 So and like it was a uh, uncertainty and we were like I was like stressed you know like are they going to recruit or like um, or what's going to happen uh you know in the future but uh like kinetics was uh keeping uh in touch with us like they were calling us every week and uh, helping asking us like how you're surviving and you know um so um like we I felt supported that there is someone you know uh tracking and like behind our back like if something happens they will support us and uh, so april 7 the orientation started but still like um the orientation uh like you have you know social distancing during the orientation so to uh, go there to the car and then maintain the social distance in the class so everything was like new because you are always like you know the environment like previously we used to have was uh, like you are close and you are practicing with your colleagues and everything was different that you are in a class but you are 
uh, sitting like, you know, in a distance. And then uh, it was like a, a different, different classes. So one class was having only eight students and there were like 50 of us who were in the orientation that time. So like there were five classes and this is how like they distributed. And then it, the teacher was there, but the teacher was like, you know, we'll go for one hour in one room, then we'll go for another hour in another room. And then it was like virtual as well. But if you have any questions, she will, you know, come back or like you will ask through the mic. So it was like uh, everything was like, you know, a different experience that you know, none of us like were um, prepared for the virtual. Like it was a virtual and class. And then, you know, you are using the mic to answer and then like how to hold a mic. So it was all like um, challenging uh, for us. And then the grocery thing. Because you are scared that, you know, when you go to the supermarket or something and you don't want yourself to get COVID because uh, if something happens, you don't have any support. So we were like very, you know, um, cautious, like uh, masking and cleaning all the time. Um, so, I mean, it was a um, challenging time, but uh, that experience, uh, I think, um, made us very strong. And uh, I mean, everything uh, for, like was, for example, the driving thing um, was closed. So you cannot do your driving license um, thing. And then the, to get account in the opening account in the bank, it was also closed. So <laughs> like you cannot, you know, you don't have, I mean, it was difficult for the survival, but as, and then we were like, at least like, you know, we have like the, basically we have like because uh, the place where we were like we're getting the food in the breakfast so i mean at least and then even that changed that you cannot uh, if you want food from the uh, hotel you have to they were giving us the menu and then you need to select and then go in the morning to pick up only so even like the colleagues we were seeing each other during the breakfast time that was also taken away so we were we cannot see anyone just stay in the room and it was everything was like virtual almost of the time like if you or if you want to like early morning if you just want to relax and stuff okay let's go for a walk around the lake but again like maintain a distance <laughs> so it was like i mean it was like i don't know but it was kind of um first time it was um but this experience i think is um learning and I think I will always remember in my memory yeah that's that's quite a story that you know to be able to come to a new country and you've been preparing for so long to come and then you know it's time for you to get here and this world pandemic happens and everything turns out not the way that you plan it must have felt really lonely I'm guessing yeah it was um like it was kind of depressive because um, everything is virtual. You are scared that you don't want, you know, COVID because initially you don't have insurance stuff because insurance and medical things um, come later, you know. It doesn't start on the first week and then until you get your social security and then you uh, to get the license endorsement. So everything, um, it was uh, stressful. And then you don't see uh, people around and... Um, you know, some people were having their families, so the families could not come and see them. 
so for them it was also like um uh, stressing that you know like because it was their support system so then um, most of us like you know we all are in the same boat like everyone is having the same thing so instead you know I'm relying on you know uh, the other support system like you know why don't we become support system for each other let's like maintain the social distance wear the mask and then um if you need me just call me i can you know talk to you um so i mean then we um start building our own support system and it was like a first time that you know we were like uh, depending like on the strange like i was depending on the stranger which i don't know like we just came um but uh, the people um were supportive um there are times like you know when you want to cry and uh, but always like um you know after the darkness there is like always a brightness so we were like um i was uh, hoping that you know th- things uh, will become uh, positive it's just uh, for a few times not gonna be for um ever and then like i remember it was a easter time as well and again like social distancing and so uh, but like uh, we celebrated like you know uh, among each other okay let's go out um in the garden and then um we brought everyone brought their own culture food and we were dressed and then um it was just uh, we shared with each other and it was a good experience like everyone culture was diverse so we learned from each other and uh, saw the hospitality and uh, i think um that was the best part to see but i mean with <laughs> and with covid i mean it was new for us so sometimes like you know when you um, there were some deals as well like the mcdonalds was offering like a few um, meal for the lunch so it was also like you know like you will just go you know in um, like in like in pairs or sometimes you will just go on a walk and you will go to the mcdonalds and you will show them the card and then you will you know get a meal as a recognition but that was also like it motivating that you know like um the value of the nursing profession like how they are acknowledging that you know you are our heroes and uh, you are doing for us and i still remember when i arrived at the airport the like the police officer the immigration officer who was interviewing me that time he told me thank you so much for coming and i'm glad that you uh, made a part in the us now in such an uncertain time and you know we need you now so thank you so much uh, to make a difference and i feel like so honored that time that you know um like i am from pakistan and but the way i got treated uh, i felt like oh it's not like i was scared initially oh it's going to be like different but the warm welcome in the airport was like um made me happy and there were times like when i was using uber like people over like oh, which profession what do you work and i'm like i'm a nurse so they were very kind and you know uh, understandable even the hotel people like are treated are very well that uh, if you need to ask anything or like there are people around in your journey so they because they have gone through the same thing like you know in a different way but they understand so they you know guide and talk you and i was like you know in su- such uncertain time when you don't know what's gonna be you know but still like people uh, will talk and 
will listen to you will uh, guide uh, you and tell you the ways like you know what how to do the things and like if you're not for example like i i remember like to uh, get the uniform um the shops were almost like you know closed because like they don't all want it so some of the online options were there but still like you are you know thinking that is it going to fit me or but um then like they were they tell us like okay uh, there are different ways to uh, access uh, those shops or like you can you know for now you just buy some alternative uh, for the scrubs like um go to other shop like walmart so they were telling okay if you are not getting so this is not the and you can check there and then later like things are better you can buy from the original like a good shop we'll be back with the conversation in just a second there's a wonderful opportunity for you kinetics usa is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the usa if you are interested please apply at kineticsusa.com/application that's kineticsusa.com forward slash application on with the show to find the apartment that time is also difficult because uh, they won't let you in the all the leasing officers offices were like closed and they were like uh, you cannot come in you cannot visit and all the things were virtual so when you are in the virtual tour you know everything looks good but you need to see like you know how where is going to be your like place and um, it was like um difficult to you know and then you can only go around the area but you cannot go in and see like how the locality inside so um this was like one of the uh, challenges like for most of the people at that time like you know uh, how to see um uh, the apartments then we were like reading the reviews of the people like what they are um saying about the area what about, they are saying about the facilities and then um and then like to talk to you know um leasing officers um like if they can show the original movie rather than you know the virtual and like i want to see at the same time the live one not the one you because sometimes the for the movie they will show maybe it's of different apart- apartment it's not the apartment that you want um yeah so like we had um to like you know a little bit assertive and that time they know like i want to see that apartment which i will get so how it looks so i can figure it out like what i want um so um like it was like you know you had in such uncertain times you need to find the alternatives if this is not possible you cannot break the laws but you need to see um what are the other options available at least um to make yourself like you know comfortable and uh, and it was challenging because now i mean the license driving license department is not working you uh, cannot commute easily you cannot pay through the uber and then um so i mean and then you you are new in the city so you need to see that you are safe you don't want to go in such place like you know where there are crimes so or the neighborhood is not good so these were like uh, major uh, challenges and stressors that time that you know i need to make sure that i am my safety is like important i and then the mental uh, relaxation because you are working and the place you will be coming back is your home you will be spending your um, days off on, at your home because 
um, because the COVID, you won't be traveling or going out too much. So at least you need some place where you can relax. So, so those uh, things were like um, very important. Uh, I felt like, you know, uh, to make a decision. It took me a while, like to find the apartment. And I wish I could have done it like when I was um, back home. Maybe I could have searched. But the thing is that when you come here, they don't, you don't know your, you know, uh, actual uh, location placement because you might be in a pop car, you might be in winter park. So even you do the search out, but still, you know, uh, when you will come here, you again have to face uh, the issues. So I don't know, like if I would have done before, what would have much better or like, but at least uh, it took me a lot of struggle to find out because when you're new, you are financially also not strong and you don't want to waste, you know, um, so much of money because uh, I remember the people were laying off, they were losing their jobs. So I was also scared that, you know, what what if like something happens to me? I know like I'm a nurse, that the jobs will always be there forever. But still, you don't know what is going to be, you know, the, in the end. So you have to prepare yourself that you have some amount to uh, live for your survival. So it was like, I don't want to spend so much of money. And um, in the end, I'm like, you know, then I was trying to figure it out, balancing myself, what are my needs or what is important for me. So obviously I need an apartment, but then my safety thing was important. I need mental relaxation. And then the thing was that there are good apartments around the hospital. It's a good neighborhood and I can easily walk around and commute. So walking is also like I will have relaxation. And it's easy. So whenever I need to come and go, um, I will not be um, scared. And the first year is always like, you know, you're so stressful at work. You are learning new things. Initially, you have a preceptor uh, ship uh, time period. So preceptorship time period is also challenging because you don't know, like, you know, uh, are you going to finish the preceptorship orientation period or it's going to extend? So this is like a stressful time for you. So at least like from one point, you need to make yourself stress-free. Okay, I'm spending money more, but I can control on other things. Okay, I won't be like, you know, um, luxurious on other things or like, you know, I won't be spending money on too much on traveling or like other, uh, the necessities with other stuff, which is not important at this time. So, so I was like, okay, fine. You know, my import, my this, this is my priority at this point. And I need to make, uh, I need to spend more time at clinical, like, you know, stress-free so I can concentrate on my work, work hard, so I can finish my orientation early, or be on my own. And then after the orientation, things are easy for you because you get your overtimes. Uh, so in COVID uh, time, like there was overtimes as well. And people are scared to do overtime because you may, uh, you will get COVID patients and um, you will get, maybe get difficult assignment because it's overtime. Um, but and it's one way to make up money, you know, for as a new uh, arrival. And uh, I took all the, you know, uh, like uh, benefits to like whatever. And you are an uh, international experienced nurse. So for you to get in uh, overtime, it's like easy because they know you have like capabilities, you have skills and competencies. So they won't mind to, you know, float you to other units or the areas where you need the most. So I work hard in my initial time because I needed 
uh, money at least, you know, for uh, to stable my, stabilize myself, um, get confident. And uh, so, I mean, things were uh, there. I just had to reduce uh, the unknown things, which I um, do not need it, like, you know, and this the health and safety was the priority. So I did not like go out to, you know, a more to the hotel areas and um, to go to like um, other resorts and stuff. I just controlled myself and I started doing like things uh, from the nature. Like I uh, was doing meditation. I was listening to the podcast of the um, people like entrepreneurs. They started, you know, um, giving a free uh, workshops, uh, uh, podcast, and then I joined um, a different um, mind uh, group of uh, genius peoples. So uh, it helped me, you know, to make myself uh, calm down and uh, relax and uh, to try to focus on my work to get a good results. So, I mean, so I find like uh, different ways. And then I started doing online yoga as like, uh, the gyms were closed that time, so you cannot access the gym. So, um, yeah, I mean, so I I started, you know, um, doing the and in yoga you don't have to buy too much uh, stuff and uh, stuff, and you don't have to buy, you know, the, too much too many comments. You only need like mat and uh, if you need like blocks. Uh, and then um, I was following uh, the YouTube, and sometimes there were people who have made, they were experienced trainers, and they kept their videos free. So uh, it was like um, beneficial and lots of meditations, you know, were accessible. Um, I remember like from uh, great uh, people like Deepak Chopra, Sadhguru. So I was following them, you know, for 15 minutes every day to calm myself and um, reduce the stress. And uh, and it helped me uh, on a lot of that time. And then uh, instead of eating too much outside food stuff, like I was more of organic and, you know, um, the fruits, um, stuff and vegetables. And then I was enjoying the sunlight and the rainy season. Well, it seems like you, you know, you got here at such a, a difficult time and, but it was, it seems like, you know, you were really able to, to take care of yourself and your mind and you found ways to do that um what about like in the hospital because you know you said that you're ICU nurse so were you working with COVID patients and what was that like yeah um because uh, there were too many COVID patients in the ICU so and most of the normal surgeries like you know were canceled the fresh um patients so more all the ICU nurses had to you know take care of the COVID patients like um, every day, like you will get some COVID patients, and it was challenging because um, then the thing was that I was proactive, or I don't know, but um, whatever education was coming, you know, on the COVID, I was checking like how to wear the gloves, how to wear the gown, and how to protect myself. Um, so at least, like mentally, you know, I was uh, prepared that this is how it is uh, gonna be, and like uh, in the orientation time. They showed us like the we have ALN adult learning network, so all the education uh, material is there. And if you are a member of American Association of Critical Care Nursing, Nursing or Academy of Medical Surgical Nursing uh, (AMSN) or AACN, and Lipin Cord, everyone was you know showing uh, sending so much materials like to protect yourself, uh, how to use the personal protective equipment. So I mean, I started using uh, you know. I became those group members for, for the nursing. 
and uh, it really like helped me that time because every some uh, groups like were sharing the concerns that you know we are having issues like um, with the face mask because initially like everyone was so, so scared that they were tying on the face so hard that you know it was a uh, uh, broke it, it was damaging their skin but like uh, and I, I mean it was um, I mean we all were like you know in that phase but then when you are reading those groups you get sometimes ideas or sometimes you know like you know they are also facing the same issue so something new may come or like uh, but you don't have to do like wrong practice because then people start putting small mask and then like another but then you're not protecting you know you're not sealing your face so those things uh, were important to you know or make prepare myself and get ideas so when i went to the covid unit and then even uh, the orientation like uh, they prepared us how to take care of the covid patients so um the first time i remember it was scary because i was like oh he's a covid patient internally and like i hope i may not get and i was like oh i don't have to spend too much you know these are the f- feelings but um i did my protective equipment and then i went inside the room see the patient so nothing is going to happen to me i need to take care of him because he's on the ventilator and it's was unfortunate for them as well because you know everything was changed like when you're in icu the family will come hold your hands and uh, now like family cannot come to the hospital so i felt so- sorry for them like you know if i would be at that place like lying and my family cannot see me cannot you know hold me like it's dif- difficult when you are you know so i felt like um i felt you know very upset that time because uh, i saw the patient he was on ventilator sedated and uh, he was like you know of uh, fighting um, for his survival because we didn't know what's going to be the outcome even the treatment options were not like too much available that time things were evolving and i was like no i'm not going to change my nursing i'm not going to do the thing which i was thinking like you know i'm not going to spend too much na- time in the room and i was like no i have to do the things which i was i do what actually the nursing is and uh, yeah i was wearing gloves protect myself washing hands properly and trying to be compassionate and empathetic and doing all the things like which my patient you know was uh, needing and then even from the family side it was like stressful for them because they don't they don't come and they you are only the you are the family for the patient now but you also a mediator among them to explain them you know what's happening as they cannot see they cannot advocate so like you know to give them a call every you know time like in the because i'm doing night shifts so like i, I was like okay 9 o'clock i'm going to call the family and update them and again it was challenging because you know they were having so many questions and so many concerns and fear because they were also going through the challenging time because they didn't know what's going to be so i mean there were times like you know uh, they were uh, you had to counsel them listen to them and trying to you know um help them but um then like we were having um in virtual um um technology like facetime so at least like you know uh, they could uh, we can take that device in the room and then they can you know see uh, the uh, patient and see so but when the daytime they started doing the virtual face uh, time with the family so at least like you know it it reduces their 
uh, stress. But again, the touch, the sense of touch and the, it's like the dif- different, you know, when you are like uh, seeing your, when you're holding your someone's hand, but like, so, and then what you see uh, visibly, may you may not be seeing like, you know, because you will see the face, but you won't see the other thing. And sometimes like you will only see that they are blinking, but you don't know like, you know, what's going on with your brain or like, um, it's difficult for the person like who is like non-clinical, who is non-medical because they don't know like what's happening because they will think, oh, he is blinking, he's fine. But uh, like, is how the lungs are, maybe the lungs are totally worse. His heart is not working. He might be having on so much of, inotropic support and then when heart and lungs are not working they were on ECMO device but ECMO is like artificial um, support for the lungs but you know the patient is not dependent on this device but it's on high support and it's not recovering and initially it was difficult because those patients were taking so much time than the normal patient because a normal patient will recover maybe in two three days they will start extubate and we will remove the tube and you know they will start feeding and some patients like get better in six hours. But uh, these patients, like some took like, you know, 15 days to recover. Some took like three months, you know. So everyone was like having a different course. And still today there are patients like who came like in October time and I see them still, you know, fighting and surviving. And, you know, for um, so we don't know like what will happen. They want to live but they are still dependent on those medications to support their heart or those devices to support their lungs, like ventilator and ECMO stuff. So I feel like um, it's like a long, you know, um, fighting and we don't know when it's going to be, you know, and what are, what are, what is going to be the after effects. Like, um, so it's like uh, still like, you know, it's going to be a long term, like emotional and psychological um, depression for, throughout the world and every in all the age groups and um yeah but it's challenging and you are not like only like a care provider for the hospital then it's like you are also a community advocate like you are like the like because i was seeing the people like youngsters like they were walking in the stores and they were not wearing masks and i was like scared that i hope they don't get you know like um covid because i to suffer and the pain like I have seen and I'm working with those patients. So it was like, just, it was like very um, un, and uncertain. And then you're also thinking about your family because my family was not here. My family was back home. So I was scared, like if something happens to my family, you know, what I'm going to do. And I was like, you know, you need to maintain those precautions. And now I'm here to go back in the COVID time because the flights were not. And again, you go, you have to quarantine you may lose your job, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was like, very, like uh, from the family perspective, I was like stressed that I don't want my family to suffer. And then um, I was, okay, the same way I will do for my family, you know, then we start um, advocating like on the social media that, you know, writing that you, um, as a group of nurses that, um, that we should wear masks, social distancing. These are the important things. And I felt like it was, uh, not like in US, it was like from all over the world, like nurses were um, working and, you know, uh, advocating uh, for everyone that um, take care of yourself and 
So, and everyone was going through the same like lockdown and, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, what a what a uh, introduction to like the clinical differences right because you have your experience for 10 years working in two two you know different places and doing all of this and then you you come here and you're just thrown into this situation we hope you enjoyed today's episode of nursing in america Part two will be available next week, so make sure you hit the follow button and come back to join us then. If you enjoyed the episode, please help us and leave a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses internationally. We offer direct hire, which means healthcare facilities will directly sponsor and hire you to work here in the USA. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. You can find the link in the show notes.